This is a WTOP original podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Vine Guy. I'm your host, Scott Greenberg. And in this very special episode that is near and dear to my heart, pun intended, and you'll see why shortly, I have the pleasure of having as my guest, Brian Carney of Carney & Company. Now, Brian and I just recently met, although it turns out we've known each other for years because we both have something in common. It's called Heart's Delight. This podcast is going to be a little self-serving, but it's deserving of a worthy cause. Brian was the 2017 chairman of Heart's Delight. And why this is so near and dear to my heart is for two reasons. First of all, all the proceeds from this wonderful wine-centric event benefit the American Heart Association. And secondly, I happen to be the founder of this event, which started in 1999. So Brian, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join me on this podcast and talk a little bit about the American Heart Association Heart's Delight, which is actually coming up on May 6th, I should add. And we're going to have a lot of fun, albeit remotely. But uh, I'd like to find out a little bit about how you got involved in the event and why you're so excited about this. Absolutely, Scott. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate uh, you being here. And, and also, honestly, thanks for founding such an amazing event. Uh, I think that you know anybody who's been a part of this event over the years realizes, number one, how much fun it is. But number two, and more importantly, you know, the cause that we're supporting. And when you ask how I've gotten involved about it, you know, I had multiple friends who talked about it a few times and I was able to, to pop in and, and enjoy the events. And, and then all of a sudden, when you start to think about the American Heart Association, you start to think about how many people, regardless of age, regardless of socioeconomic background, regardless of, of race or gender or anything else, how many people have been affected by heart disease you realize that it's something that brings us all together because every single one of us has experienced it in some way or another, whether it's been personally or whether it's been somebody that's a family member or a friend. Uh, and, and you start to think, how can I help? How can I end these terrible diseases, these things that affect so many people? Well, and the fact of the matter is the American Heart Association needs money. They need support and they need our support. So if we can put a great event together that's tons of fun and raise a tremendous amount of money, I think to date we've raised over $20 million since you founded this event, which is absolutely amazing. Wow. Just wow. Uh, it, it's just been a great thing. Well, if you knew how this event got started, you may have actually a, a pretty good laugh over that. Um, I, I am going to go back in time a little bit. It was uh, 1998 and there was a... Uh, the son of a wine shop owner in Washington, D.C., uh, MacArthur Beverage, Addie Basson's MacArthur Beverage, very well-known wine shop. And Bruce Basson, the founder's son, was working at the shop. And he and I had become pretty good friends. It was fairly early on in my wine consumer, wine collecting days. I still really didn't know my right foot from a Bordeaux glass. But he and I became pretty good friends. And he had invited my wife and I to Bordeaux with him on a business trip to go to the Union de Grand Cru. And about two weeks before our trip was uh, due to take off, uh, Bruce tragically died at Dulles Airport while waiting for a flight. At the time, I was on the board of a, of a regional heart association, American Heart Association committee, and we were really struggling with what could we do that was different for raising money for the heart association. And then it hit me, 
that Bruce was such a fan of Bordeaux wines, and this was such a tragedy that wouldn't it be great to start, uh, again, a very simple event in, in his honor, in his memory. We really didn't expect much from it. Our goal really was to raise $15,000 uh, to buy an automatic external defibrillator for the airport, which at the time, the airports didn't have AEDs, which is crazy to think about because now they're everywhere. But that wasn't the that wasn't the situation in 1999. So I got together a group of uh, misfits and friends, and the goal was to have a small wine tasting in my living room of Bordeaux wines. And we were really hopeful that we could raise this $15,000. And then lo and behold, one day I get a phone call out of the blue on my cell phone. And uh, this guy says, hey, Scott, I understand you're you know, you're trying to raise money for Bruce Basson in his memory and for the Heart Association, I'd really like to pitch in and help. And I said, that, that's great. You know, who is this? And he said, oh, my name's Bob. And I'm like, okay, Bob, you know, that's great. What do you, what do you have in mind? He goes, well, I'm thinking maybe I could get some of the Bordeaux Chateau owners to maybe even fly over and we could put on a tasting. We'll bring two or three of their vintages each. And, you know, he's going on with these plans. And I got to tell you, uh, Brian, it, it, you know, I, I'm starting to think in the back of my mind, is this a, a prank call? Like, who, who is this guy? <laughs> He's going on and on. And finally, I, I had to stop. And I'm like, said, hey, Bob, you know, no offense, but <clears throat> my living room only holds 35 people. I'm not really sure we have room for all of this. And he said, well, we're just going to have to get a larger venue. I'm not sure how you're going to swing this. How do you even know these people? He goes, well, I have this newsletter that's pretty popular over in Bordeaux. And so well, what's, what's the newsletter? And he said, it's the wine advocate. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm, you know, the wheels are turning in my head, the wine advocate. And this guy's name is Bob. So then I said, wait, is this Robert Parker? And he said, yeah. And, and, all, and I was so flustered, Brian. All I could think to say was, how did you get this number? <laughs> I mean, it was just, That's a great question. What a great question. Right? right? <laughs> so, anyway, that having Robert Parker involved from the very first year, he was right. We outgrew my living room very quickly. And not only that, it went from a very simple tasting on a Saturday night to actually the very first event in 1999 was a two-night affair because a young woman that had been recently hired by the American Heart Association by the name of Heidi Arnold came on board as the executive director. And now we had the backing of the American Heart Association now that we had Robert Parker on board and this thing just exploded. And then she started bringing people onto the committee, uh, a fellow by the name of Mike Capretti, who was the project development or development project manager for a large luxury residential development. Uh, was able to actually put together this amazing, I, I would call it, I guess, a progressive dinner. So that we had these beautiful model homes and we started in, in one model home. Your, your group would have hors d'oeuvres in one model home. Then you'd move to the next model home and have first course. And then the second course in the third model home and the fourth model home, everybody gathered and had dessert and champagne. And we just raised a ton of money that first year. When, when, we went from $15,000, and I want to say to $135,000 that first year. And from there, the event, as you know, uh, Brian, is now a four-night affair. And uh, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind, I'd love for you to jump in and take it from there and maybe talk about what those four nights are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and it's so great to hear the story of how it's founded. Having been involved for nearly 10 years, you understand, you know, why we're there and, and you understand 
uh, you know, where the event came from, but to actually hear it from you, the individual who found it is, is really tremendous. So I, I thank you for, for putting this together because I know it's been able to make such a difference. Uh, as you mentioned, transitioning into four nights from two uh, has, has really given the, the event an opportunity to cater to so many different people. Uh, you know, on Wednesday night, we've always done a nice rooftop reception uh, over Charlie Palmer's overlooking the Capitol, United States of Wine, where we've got uh, a variety of winemakers and wineries from all the different states that, that produce wine. Uh, typically, many members of Congress drop by and uh, usually are able to there to be there and, and pour wines from their state and, and really just enjoy each other's company, followed by a, a great dinner down at Charlie Palmer's uh, in which we all bring our own bottle of wine. And, and really, it, it turns into a, a contest of who's bringing the best bottle. And there's always a lot of trading going on in terms of, hey, I'll let you try my wine. You try uh, if I can try yours. And, and, and it's just a lot of fun uh, to be together with, with uh, all the people who have been involved for so long then on thursday night you know the uh, the dinners that happen at embassies and restaurants around dc are fantastic typically you have uh, individuals that buy out those dinners they get a chef and a winemaker uh, do a nice food and wine pairing at those uh, individual dinners and uh it, you know it, it really is a very unique experience if you haven't had the opportunity to to dine at many of the embassies in dc which which most of us haven't so that's uh, it's something that's really neat and special. And then Friday night, obviously, is our big event, being a black tie, uh, a live auction with uh, Jamie Ritchie from Sotheby's leading the way. It's the event where so much money is raised for the Heart Association and, and so many amazing auction items are there. Uh, we always have a first growth Bordeaux that we're able to enjoy and a tremendous pairing of dinner and that goes with it. And winemakers are there as well. Everybody has a winemaker at their table. You're, you're able to hear their stories and really get to know them and where they came from and why they're making the wines. So it's, it's really a, a very much a significant treat for all of us to, to be there and, and have so much fun in such a great setting. And then Saturday, uh, we go down to the Ritz-Carlton and that's the casual night. You know, everybody's there. Everybody has a great time. Uh, many of the winemakers that uh, were there on Friday night are pouring wines and also have auction items there in addition to some other ones. Uh, some from the uh, Wednesday night affair as well, the United States of Wine. Uh, you'll have them pouring wines too, uh, coupled with many of the local and national chefs from around the country who come in, uh, do great bite-sized portions of some of their, their famous dishes, and we all get together, have a great time. There's another auction that evening, but it's a much more casual setting, fun event, and it, it really caps off what is an amazing week of fun, wine, and friends all coming together to support such an amazing cause. Boy, that was a great roundup of those four nights. And again, I have to say that a lot of this is due to the hard work and efforts of Heidi Arnold. Um, Heidi and I have worked together on this event on and off over the 20-year the history of it. And I will tell you that every time I have fought her tooth and nail on something, I have always been 100% wrong. And there you go, Heidi. It's actually now recorded forever and eternity. And she brought the Thursday night event in about uh, three or four years in. We were just doing the Friday night and Saturday night events. And then about the third or fourth year, Heidi introduced the Thursday night event, which you mentioned, which was the dinner in the embassies around town and, the, and some restaurants uh, and even some private residences, which has really probably become my favorite night. That is until Heidi introduced Wednesday night. <laughs> 
<laughs> which you mentioned the United States of wine, which again, I fought her tooth and nail on because, you know, my vision was to always have this be Bordeaux centric, but her vision was much broader, bringing in the, the wines from all over the country. And I have to say, being on that rooftop of 101 Constitution and overlooking the Capitol and having congressmen pour wine for you from their states is genuinely a remarkable experience. And then when you do go downstairs to uh, Charlie Palmer, one of the things, Brian, that uh, that I like that Heidi introduced was she had that, she has a wine map, right? So you know where everybody is sitting and what wine they brought. And of course, everybody's one-upmanship, right? We're all trying to outdo each other Absolutely. with our magnums of, you know, first growths or the, the cult wines from California. And it's so much fun staggering around that room with a glass in one hand and a bottle in the other, horse trading sips. Uh, it's just it's just so much fun. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that you stepped in uh, in 2017 and took over as chairman because it is no easy task. No, you're right. It's definitely not. And I can only imagine, you know, when I had the opportunity to take over and uh, it, it was already very well defined and, and Heidi basically gave me the playbook and said, hey, help it keep it on track and, and let's make sure we raise some money. But, uh, you know, to start in the early days, certainly, uh, I believe that you probably had a much more difficult road. And, and certainly, look, having uh, having Bob step up uh, probably also <laughs> helped along the way. But uh <laughs> Um, you know, nonetheless, uh, to be able to get a heart association behind you and really pushing to, to get this event to where it was today is tremendous. And I, get, I have to say that the, the pandemic has not been easy on us. We actually had to cancel the 2020 event, but that is not going to stop us this year for 2021. And even though it will not be in person, we're actually planning on doing a virtual event on May 6th. Again, Jamie Ritchie from Sotheby's will be conducting a live auction, and we're really encouraging people to join us virtually in watch parties where you can actually bid on a lot of these items, which is going to be very, very exciting. And by the way, I will post the website where you can go and register for the event on this podcast. So please, if you're listening to this, make sure you check out the podcast website, podcast one, and search Vine Guy and make sure that we have the all of the information up there. But there's also going to be the possibility of purchasing a party box where you can upgrade to a patron or a sponsor for the event. And this is really very cool. We're also going to be having a lot of live auction items that are really remarkable that you can't get anywhere else. Trips and large format bottles of special wines. And again, it's all for a good cause. We're all trying to raise money for the American Heart Association and American Stroke Association. So again, keep that in mind, May 6th, and I'll get the website up on our website as soon as possible. And we're hoping that everybody can join us because this is just going to be a blast. And don't forget, open a bottle and enjoy some wine yourself while you're participating in this. That, that sounds great, Scott. Definitely looking forward to it. And, and uh, you know, I know that uh, we'll be in a virtual setting this year, but I have no doubt that there will definitely be some of that one-upsmanship that you described, even in a virtual setting in terms of who's opening what at their houses. So, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing so many of you uh, join us for this evening, which definitely will be a nice break from the pandemic. And while it's not the same as it has been in years past, I, I think it's going to be a tremendous event and really a good opportunity to, to raise some money for the Heart Association. And of course, in 2022, we will be back live. So stay tuned for more information about that. We're really very excited about what's uh, in store for next year. 
And Brian, thank you again, not only for joining me today on the podcast, but again, for all of your support for Heights Delight and the American Heart Association. From the bottom of my heart, no pun intended, I genuinely appreciate it. Well, thanks, Scott, and, and thank you for creating such an amazing event and, and for you know publicizing it and making sure people know about it. We look forward to uh, to seeing you in person again in 2022 at the event. Absolutely. But in the meantime, we'll see you virtually in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thank you. Well, that'll do it for this episode of The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. The music you heard is Wishful Thinking by Dan Leibowitz, available in the YouTube audio library. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and catch my Wine of the Week shows every Friday on WTOP and WTOP.com. And in the meantime, remember, do good, drink well. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.